Hey, we are here in week four of this series, the Mood Series, and this week I'm going, the title of the series is Drowning, and I'm going to be talking about worries and how we can really drown in those. Uh, so far in this series, we've talked about anger and we've talked about doubt. Uh, we've talked about peer pressure and how even a king can deal with something like that, and so how important it is for us to uh, focus and how important it is for us to pray, how important it is for us in each of these things to talk about it, to be willing to ask for help, to be willing to offer help, to be willing to just talk and to pray and to be involved, to be in a community type of thing. And so I'm going to start. This is Matthew 6, 24 through 34. No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other. You will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. When Jesus was saying this, he was talking about money, obviously. And he's not giving a command. He's not saying, now as Christians, you have to do this. He's saying, that's how your heart works, guys. And that's what the key in this whole series is, it's heart. And how uh, we have to allow our hearts to be clear and to be aware when we have issues with something. Because there may be some of these weeks where maybe you do have an anger problem, but you don't have a doubt issue, or, or you've never really worried about peer pressure or anger, but, but you really have a, a lot of worries about worry. And, and so Jesus is simply saying here, and money can almost be interchanged with a lot of things, uh, he's saying the more you focus on one thing, the harder it is to focus on something else. Uh, now, obviously, we live in the world, so we can't just say, well, I'm a Christian, so I don't have to go to school or I don't have to go to work. So sorry, I can't write a note for you and say, oh, I'm a Christian, you're out of school. Although now a lot of you are out kind of and doing online, but whatever. Uh, what he's saying is, if you are giving your heart, all of it to God, but you're also giving all of your heart to money or to uh, athletics or to work or to whatever, well, that's not going to work out for very long. Uh, he's not saying don't do those things. He's not saying don't have money. He's saying you're going to have worries come up naturally. You're going to have anxieties and you need to have a focus. You need to have a, a savior. And, and money is good and we all need it, but it's never going to be our savior. Work is good. And especially if you like your job, it's good to go to. It's good to, to be involved, to have one. Uh, but that's never going to be your savior. That's never going to protect you, to guide you. Uh, the, the school, and, and again, stay in school. School is good, and it's good to learn. It's awesome to learn. It's awesome to try to learn every day, even after school. But that's never going to be your identity. That's never going to be your savior. Same with sports, same with band, same with whatever. And I say that to go to this, because naturally, you're going to have worries. Naturally, no matter what, even if you're, you're fully focused on God, you're going to worry about things, because that's how life works. And I started with that, well, Jesus started with that, because when you have those, you have to remember who to go to. Uh, again, talk to people around you, talk to loved ones, but go to God and say, hey, I need help with this, and, and really focus on that, and then help have, he will help you find the right perspective. I'm going to continue with verse 25. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Uh, isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? One of the things my great-grandma used to say was, uh, worrying is like a rocking chair. Uh, no matter how much you rock, like you're never going to get anywhere. No matter how much you worry, you're never going to get anywhere. And, and I believe that, and yet I worry all of the time. 
uh, I was just talking to Terry a while ago about money stuff. And so this past week, I had an oil change, and I had another car thing, and I had a Stevie thing, and, and then I had a tire thing. And, and all of these things keep coming up, and all of these things keep happening. Uh, I, I think about college loans. I think about uh, income taxes. I think about uh, regular taxes. I think about city taxes, which are stupid. No offense if you're in the city IRS or whatever. Feel free to exempt me. But I think about all of these things a lot, and I even worry about them a lot. Um, there are some nights where I will be laying in bed, and this is where most of this happens, probably for a lot of you, and I will be laying in bed, and I, nothing will have happened, and I'll just be there, and maybe I'm almost asleep, and then all of a sudden I'll be like, man, next year is going to be hard because you're going to have this bill and that bill, and, and, and college loan payments and this and that, and I start to think, man, am, am I okay? Like, will I be okay? And that takes me down another path, and I start to think, well, what if I'm not? What if this happens? And I have to catch myself. Because as I've said before, I'm naturally uh, anxious and, and veer towards depression, so I have to catch myself. Uh, just last week, uh, dear, like on my way to church, and I mentioned the tire thing, but on my way to church, uh, the low pressure thing came on. And so during the service, and it was our first week back, uh, during the service, like I'm paying attention and I'm there, but, but my mind is also focused on the tire. Uh, and I do things like that. It's also focused on the tire and on what if nobody's open today? What if it costs too much? What if this? What if that? And I had to catch myself and say, okay, you literally cannot do anything right now because it's before 10 o'clock. Nobody's open, even if they're going to be open on Sunday. And, and, and you know, what if, what if it does cost something? You'll figure it out. What if this? What if that? And I had to catch myself and, and come back into the service. And that goes back to the two masters things. Uh, we have to catch ourselves and to really focus on Jesus. That doesn't mean never worry. When Jesus says never worry, he's not saying you're not a good Christian. You're not a good follower of him if you don't worry or if you worry. He's saying don't give in to your worries. Don't allow them to take you all the way down that path because I can easily do that. As I've said laying in bed, I can easily go down this path where I immediately jump to the worst case scenario. And so I'm thinking about bills. I'm thinking about payments. I'm thinking about this. And then next thing you know, I've in my mind, I've lost my apartment. I've lost my friends. I've lost my job. Uh, I'm living on the street. Like all of these things happen. And yet throughout my life, Jesus has always been with me. Uh, in Seymour, I didn't have very much money at all, and I didn't get paid much. And I worked full-time for part-time pay because I, I believed in the ministry and because that was what my calling was. And yet I was okay. Uh, I was by no means comfortable, and I lived in a dangerous place, kind of, and I didn't have very much, but I was okay. I managed to, to make it, and three different times, like, I received checks that I never expected from various places, like colleges that I'd gone to and things like that, uh, and, and it helped me that month, and so I was able to get by, uh, and so when he says... Don't worry about everyday life, about what you're going to eat, about uh, what you're going to drink, about what you're going to wear. He's not saying, you know, go to school, go to work naked and hungry. He's saying that you will think about these things because you're human and it's natural. But don't let yourself think about them so much that you get just stuck in place. Because you can go so much into worrying about a decision or to worrying about clothes or to worrying about a test, to worrying about food, worrying about friendships, about relationships, that you basically have a self-fulfilling prophecy on your hands. So you're worried, what if I wear this and people make fun of me? And you're just thinking and you're thinking and you're thinking and so you never actually like do it. Or, or what if I fail this test and you're wor so worried about it you don't study and then boom. Uh, I think of one of the greatest movies of all time, The Princess Bride. And, and you have... Uh, 
I cannot think his name, the bald guy who's amazing uh, and really funny, and I've read the book, and I I'm blanking on his name, so I'm going to keep going, just watch The Princess Bride, and he's the bald guy, the leader of the quote-unquote bad guys. And so he's there with um, Wesley, and, and they're sitting there in front of the poison, and he's like, hmm, you know, if I drink the one in front of me, that's the one you probably expect, but you probably expect me to think that. And so if I take the other one, but you expect me to think that, and he goes back and forth, and he goes back and forth, and he's so worried that it really cripples him from actually thinking about the situation. Now, there was really no way for him to know that Wesley had worked out. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's no way for him to know the ultimate outcome, but he had crippled himself with worry, with anxiety. And we do that because we jump to the worst case scenario. We jump to the worst thing and we don't prepare. That's not to say that bad things will never happen if you don't give in to worry. It's to say you have to trust the process, so to speak. And when things do happen, be aware that there's a time and a place. And when he talks about the birds, he's not saying, hey, be like a bird. Because it's not like I'm a bird, you're a bird. That's not actually true. He's saying... Follow me and trust me because I will take care of you. Things may not be easy all the time, but I will take care of you. Uh, I want to go on to the next part. And why worry about clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Uh, this is largely on appearances and on popularity, on what people think of you. Right now in your lives as teens, that's one of the biggest things that you have. Some of you are thinking about colleges and about grades and sports and all of these things. But even if you're of the mind that, you know, I love who I am, I like who I am, I'm good with who I am, you still have those nagging thoughts of, what if I don't fit in here? What if I don't fit in there? What if I, this, these people say this? Uh, there are rumors. There are people that say mean things, people that bully and all of those things. And so they're all kind of worries that we have. Uh, even as adults, like we worry about what people think. Um, hopefully not to the point that, again, it cripples our decisions, but we think about that. I go into every interaction that I have, and this is me more than anyone else, hopefully, uh, every interaction that I have, walking away thinking, well, they hate me. Like they just, they laughed out of politeness or they don't actually think that I'm cool or smart or whatever. They just, they make, they make fun of me. And I think those things because I worry those things. And Jesus is saying, hey, uh, you are going to be okay. Uh, you're going to, to have me. You're going to be able to focus on me. You're going to be able to, to be where you're supposed to be. Uh, sometimes a lot of people will like you. Sometimes they won't. Sometimes you may be popular. Sometimes you won't. One of the things that I say a lot is most of the people that you worry about impressing right now as teens, in like five years, six years, you're not going to know them. I think back to my high school days and the really popular kids, the jocks, the people that were above me in social status. Uh, I don't know most of their names anymore. Like I wouldn't know them if I saw them. And it's all of these worries we have, all of these things that we have. And again, Jesus is not saying, well, don't worry about it. Like, you're cool. Just go out and do whatever, and it's good. He's saying, you're going to have worries. And you're going to think about these things, again, because you're human. But trust me first. Focus on me first. Let me be the master of your heart first. And then when you have these worries, really catch yourself and think and focus and say, okay, Jesus... I just, I can't get money out of my head, or I can't get popularity out of my head, or I can't get school out of my head. I can't get this out of my head, that out of my head. Please help me. And then from there, go and talk to someone. Be honest with someone. Uh, start, uh, be a, a, a 
youth pastor and talk to a, a camera or a room of people about your problems because that's kind of what I do. But it's because I trust Jesus so much that I'm able to hope that people can learn from, from my own issues, from my own faults, from my own problems. Uh, when I go home tonight, I still will worry about some of the things that I've talked about today. That's not going to solve it. It's just like when I talked about anger. Uh, when you say, God, I have an anger problem, help me to solve it. Like the next day, you're not boom, calm all the time. It'll be a, a process and it takes time. And naturally in life, you're always going to have worries unless you're independently wealthy. And, and I mean, I guess that's about it. But even there, you probably have worries. I would imagine I would love the chance to find out. Uh, and, and so the whole point is, when you have worries, instead of going down the rabbit hole like I do sometimes, honestly, instead of allowing them to defeat you, to root you, to put you in place, say, okay, why am I worried about this? Like, what are possible scenarios? And as I said, I always jump to the worst case scenario, constantly jump to the worst case scenario. So I try to stop myself and say, okay, that's the worst case scenario. What is the best case scenario? What is a possible scenario? And I think about these things. And again, this is at like two o'clock in the morning, so it's wonderful fun for me, and that's why I never sleep. But all of this is something that we all struggle with from time to time. Uh, right now, we're in the process of going back, and, and youth has started, and church has started, and they're different than they usually are. Uh, we have school, we have some sports, we have all kinds of things. And so with the COVID and, and the pandemic and everything, there are different kinds of worries. And it can be tough because it's hard to, to sit here. I told this, I think, last week or a couple weeks ago. Uh, when this all started, I thought, well, it's going to be a couple weeks, then we're back. Now, obviously, that didn't happen. And so it's easy to go from, well, we're going to be okay to, oh, we're never going to be normal again. I promise you that at some point, maybe not this year, maybe not next year, at some point we will be back to quote-unquote normal. However, who wants to go back to normal? Uh, one of my favorite quotes is from Misha Collins, who plays Castiel on Supernatural. I want to live in a world where normal is an insult. Now, what that means is normal is not always good because we can learn so much right now. We have so much time and it's hard. And some people have lost jobs and some people have lost health and some people have lost relationships. But we can learn so much. And that's, again, what Jesus is saying in all of this. You can learn so much when you're worried, when you're doubting, when you have all of these problems. And you have to try to learn. Last part of the scripture. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? Uh, what will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father always knows your needs. Uh, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Don't worry about to tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today is enough for today. Let's say that tonight, you or tomorrow, you have a big test coming up, and you also have tryouts, and you also have a job interview, and you also have whatever else is going on in your life. Uh, and tonight, you just worry so much that you don't sleep. Well, you didn't go anywhere because it's a rocking chair, like I said. And so tomorrow when you wake up, those worries are still there. And the self-fulfilling prophecy maybe came in. And so you have a worse day. So instead, tonight, when you're worried about it, be like, okay, what is actually probably going to happen? Or what can I actually do? How can I prepare? How can I learn? And there are going to be some things that are beyond your control. There are going to be screws and tires and bills and, and diabetic dogs that come up that you don't expect. That's pulling those out of thin air. Uh, all of these things that you don't expect. And so you can't plan for everything. But as he said, 
if your focus is on the kingdom of God, if your heart is focused on Him, you'll still have worries and you'll still have issues and you'll still have problems and you're going to lose sometimes. But He will be with you and He will be able to help you and be able to improve your focus, improve your outlook, able to help you with each of these things. Uh, he, it doesn't mean that He's going to come down and fill your closet with Gucci or uh, uh, Coach or Nike. I don't know fashion trends, obviously, as you can see. Uh, he's not going to fill your closet with that. But he will help you to make do with what you have. Uh, he will help you. He's not going to come down and be like, okay, well, no more bills. Your college loans are gone. Uh, you don't have to worry about money ever again. Now, hopefully at some point that happens for us. But he will help you to focus on the right thing and take it day by day. Because if I start worrying about next year and then the year after and then the year after, well, what am I doing? Because something else may happen, something else may come up, something good, something bad, whatever. And so focus on today each day. It doesn't mean don't plan ahead. It doesn't mean don't think ahead. It means each day, think about that day. Think about what you're going to do that morning. Think about how you can improve your life, how you can improve your, your focus, how you can improve your relationship with him, with other people, how you can improve, period, and how you can go forward. As I said, we're in the middle of, of a crazy time for the world, something that we've never dealt with. And so... There are people who will sit at home uh, and, and, and just be like, well, I give up. Like, and I'm not saying people that are uncomfortable coming back. I'm not saying people that are worried about the virus. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying people who say, well, the world's never going to be better. The world is never going to be good. People are always going to suck, and life is always going to suck, and this is just going to get worse and worse. And they sit there and they're like, I, I give up. I just, I'm not going to try to make things better because what's the point? What is a, a tear in an ocean? Like, it's nothing. It's barely there. And yet... Jesus' ministry, his life, his mi mission is built on the truth that one person can make a difference. You cannot change the world, but you can begin to change your world by focusing on him, by serving him, by doing what you can to show him to everyone else. And here's the kicker, and this goes to the other things I've talked about. When you do have worries, don't hide from them. Don't hide them from other people. If somebody says, hey, how you doing? Uh, and, you know, I'm not just saying when you walk by somebody in Walmart and like, hey, how you doing? Don't stop and be like, okay, well, this is my life. But when one of your friends, your family members, somebody that actually cares how you're doing, if they're like, hey, how are you? Tell them. You know, maybe not go to all the worst case scenarios, but be like, well, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I have these worries. And many of those people, if not all of them, will say, oh, man, I've worried about that before, too. And maybe some of them be like, well, here's how I dealt with it. And then when you start to deal with things, tell them, be like, hey, here's how I dealt with it. And we help each other. We help each other grow. We help each other move forward. We help each other learn. We help each other focus because we are here in this life for however long or short it is to do what we can to help other people, to do what we can to serve him, to do what we can to be better, to do what we can to bring light to a dark world. And again, you're going to have worries. And you're going to have tough tests. And you're going to fail sometimes. But instead of sitting there and allowing them to control you, do what you can to give them over, to pray, to talk, to share, and to learn from them. And to say, okay, if I'm going to think the worst case, then I'm going to try to think the best case. And I'm going to just try. And when I do mess up, when I do fail, when I do the wrong thing, when the worries do get, that, the, get a hold of me, then I'm going to do better the next time. I'm going to learn from how I dealt with this, and I'm going to deal with it better, and I'm going to help other people deal, and I'm going to ask for help to deal. That is kind of the secret 
sauce to this series, and I hate that phrase, I don't know why I said it. This series, it's we help each other, and we accept help from each other, and we focus on Jesus, and we do what we can to learn from him. And so he says very clearly, hey, when you have worries, think about all of the things that I have done for you. Think about all of the things that I will do for you, and do your best to shift your focus. Do your best is the key there. And the one phrase, and I love this, and it works for every single situation, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. If you seek him first, and you do your best to treat others as you want to be treated, you do your best to be like Jesus, your life's not going to be perfect. I'd love to tell you what it is. You're not going to pass everything. You're not going to make every team. You're not going to have every girl or boy. You're not going to have all the money, whatever. But you will have what you need because he will be with you. And that is why we're here. That is how we are here. And that is how we can do better. And that's all I got.